We good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Hi everyone, welcome back. This is SwiftCast and it's episode 9. We're getting so close to episode 13. It's it's inching up on us. And um, it is Saturday, the 1st. Wow, we're already June 1st. It's the beginning of June. It's the beginning of June. How did that happen? I don't know. I thought it was Christmas like yesterday. It's officially summer. Summer, guys. You know what that means? That's crazy. What does that mean? Uh, What does that That mean? That means CMV Fest is around the corner, like literally. And we are going to be taking a short, a very short summer break because everyone will be busy. Because you guys will be at CMA Fest, right? We will. Yes, we will. Yep. So we will be back in two weeks with updates about that. So we're really excited. So Yay. let's kick off this episode. My name's Haley. I'm Ashley. And I'm Belle. Hopefully you know us by now. You might start to learn our names <laughs> a little bit by now, you know, after nine episodes, or eight, technically. No, no, nine, because we had the 7.5 episode. Yep, yep. The special, special edition Billboards episode, which you should listen to if you haven't, because it's awesome. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us for the past, like, nine weeks. It's been awesome. If you're still here, we love you. We do. If you've been listening to us from the beginning and you're still listening to us, you are awesome. Obviously, we're doing something right. Yes. All right, so Ashley, tell us about the recent Red Shows. Well, Taylor has been on the West Coast for the past few days. On May 28th, she was in Glendale, Arizona, and the wildcard song was Haunted, which I don't know if any of you saw the video, but that was amazing acoustic. I did. That's actually my favorite song off of Speak Now, so I was really excited that she played it, and I was like, I'm sad I'm not there, but I have to watch the video, and oh my gosh, it was really good. And I remember that earlier in the week before the Dallas show, people were saying they heard her sound checking Haunted there, and then everyone was upset she didn't play it, but then she played it a couple days later. So that seems to be sort of the trend, that if you hear something, it might not be preparing for that night, but chances are it's going to show up at some point in a few shows. Yes. So that was really good, and then... That makes me very curious as to when Heart Attack is going to be played. I know, well... (laughs) And if Demi's going to show up to play it with her, like... People also said that they heard I'm Only Me When I'm With You last week, so I would love it if she played that. Hey, what if she played that at CMA Fest? Oh my gosh, that would be the perfect song to play there too, because it's, it's you know, like, even though diehard country fans that are her fans would definitely recognize that song. Because yeah. she's been saying that she doesn't want to necessarily play songs that most people won't know at her shows, but exactly. I think that would be the perfect crowd for that song. It would be, I agree. But anyway, so then the next night she was again in Glendale, and she sang Starlight for, which is now the second time on the tour, and... I thought, I mean, I loved it when she played it the first time in Newark when I saw the video, but I thought this performance of it was even better. It was a really good performance. I was in Newark, so I got to see it live the first time and only on video this time, but it really was, she, it really was a very well done performance. She really had like a lot of herself into it. And you know what I was thinking, and I don't want to speculate too much because I could be totally wrong, but what if the reason why she's playing some songs a few times acoustically on the tour is because those are the songs she's trying to record for the eventual Red Tour CD? 100% possible. 100%. 
Because she's played our song, as we know, several times, and that could definitely be one that was on there. So maybe the more times she repeats a song just means they're trying to get the perfect recording of it to use later. That's a good definitely. point. That's a really good point, yeah. It'll be really interesting to see what they end up like showing on that, because, I mean, you know, with the Wildcard song, obviously, she's playing a different song every night, but it'll be interesting to see, like, if they only pick one song for the, you know, the DVD, or if they show, like, a handful of her acoustic performances. I can see that being, like, a bonus feature on the DVD. Yes. Yes. That'd be I good. think they just need to make one massive acoustic CD with all of these performances. They should. I want her to do, like, an entire live album, sort of like, um, when I was, like, a teenager, I had this, like, latent obsession with with Nirvana, you know? Even though Kirk Cobain was long dead by then and everything, but I still went through this, like, huge fan phase with them. And they have this one CD called um, Unplugged in New York, and it's just all live performances, like, all the audio of live performances. And I think that would be a really cool thing to hear from Taylor, is literally have an album of her live performances. That would be really cool. I would love that. And another exciting thing about the last Glendale show was that Maya Thompson, who, if you don't know, is the mom of the little boy Ronan, who Taylor wrote her song about, attended with her family. And her newest little baby. Who's so cute. Oh my gosh, I just can't handle. But we'll talk about that later. Yes, we will. Yeah. (laughs) That was awesome. And then... Tonight, June 1st, Saturday, she's going to be in Salt Lake City. And then tomorrow, the day that Haley has long been waiting for, the Denver show. Oh my god, I can't wait. By the time you have listened to this, she'll have already been there, of course. But yes, uh, uh, yeah, you would, you'll be seeing me tweet um, from... I'll probably tweet from my personal and have someone, you know, transfer it to the SwiftCast account. Um, but, oh my god, I'm like, I'm, like, you know, you know you get those jitters, like, right before something happens, you're obsessing over it, yep. and it's just a yes. day away. I will be literally, at this point in time, tomorrow, driving down to Denver. I think you're That's having funny. a swift attack right now. I'm having a swift attack. having a swift attack. <laughs> it exactly. is a swift attack. That is completely what I'm having right now, is a swift attack. And I, one of my coworkers from work is going, so I'll see him there. I'm going with another friend who I used to work with. And I met so many people here in Colorado that I will get to meet up because I haven't seen them since the last tour. I'll be seeing them down there. So I'm like, ah, super exciting. <laughs> I am. So you'll get to hear all about that along with all the CMA fun stuff the next couple weeks. Yay. And then after that, the next performance is Wednesday, June 5th, the CMT Awards, which Belle and I will be at in Nashville, and they broadcast them live on the CMT channel. And we still don't know what Taylor's going to be performing, but I'm really excited just to see her at an award show. Yeah, this this will be the first time that you've seen her at an award show, right? Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm excited for you. It's your, you're going to... Not no longer be an award show virgin. I'm excited. Well, I went to last year's CMTs hoping I'd see her, but then she didn't perform. But she wasn't, yeah. So that was my first award show, and this will be my second. Oh, let me clarify. This is your first Taylor at an award show. Yes. Yeah. Very okay. excited. <laughs> and then, so then the very next day, she's performing at the first night of CMA Fest in Nashville at LP Field. So that'll be really cool. And then after that, she's jetting off to the UK. On Saturday, June 8th, a week from now, her and Ed will be performing together on Britain's Got Talent, 
and they're going to be singing Everything Has Changed, I assume, to go along with the single release and eventually upcoming video. So look out for that. And then the next day after that, June 9th, she will be at the Capital Summertime Ball in London. And then after that, she starts the sort of mini Canadian leg of the tour. She'll be doing various shows in Canada for the rest of June. So she's pretty busy. Yeah, that's a lot of shows coming up. Definitely busy. And there's something else happening in June, something that might be coming to stores. It's a little bit exciting. Teaser alert. We'll be talking about that in a few minutes. But Taylor has a very, very busy June. Nice. Yes, she does. So we can't wait to give you all the updates and to see everything that she does and should be exciting. Yay. I'm excited. Yay, it is. Definitely watch our Twitter account for tweets from me and Belle during CMA Fest week. Definitely. Oh yeah, we will be be tweeting. I will be tweeting from my personal account like mad and I'll try to tweet from the Swiftcast account sometimes too, so. Um... Yeah, if you want hey, like, guys. massive CMA yes. Fest updates, you can follow us. And now it's time for Keeping Up With Swift. Woohoo! So, speaking of the CMT Awards, uh, Taylor has nominations. Yay! And she is nominated for Video of the Year for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, Female Video of the Year for Begin Again, and she's also going to be performing, and we don't know what she's performing yet. Um, I'm kind of hoping for another 22 performance. I'm pretty but. sure more the more I think about it, it'll be 22. Yeah. I hope she does something really fun and creative with it, too. But no, it's, that's hard, though, because now I don't know whether I want to be in the pit or, like, in the seats. I hope she dances through the whole stadium, through my row, like she did in Las Vegas. Um, In more nomination news, um, the Much Music Awards is going to air on June 16th, and she's nominated for Favorite International Artist slash Group. She's not a group, so if she wins, it'll just be Artist. (laughs) Or when she wins. Favorite group! (laughs) Well, I mean, the agency can kind of be considered a group. Like, they're all, like, you know, I don't know. It's Taylor Swift and the Agency. Dun, dun, dun. Taylor Swift and the Agency. Like Selena Gomez and the scene. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that should happen. How funny would it be if she like put on an album and it was like by Taylor Swift and the Agency? <laughs> That'd be so cool. They would love that. I think Grant would let the fame go to his head. Grant yeah. has already let everything go to his head. It, it, it would move from like Grant weather tweets to like Grant Diva tweets. <laughs> Remember when Vogue came out? He was like, I'm finally in Vogue. (laughs) Yeah, that was really funny. And voting is also open right now for the Teen Choice Awards. And Taylor's nominations so far are for Choice Female Artist, Choice Country Artist, and Choice Smile. She has the best smile. She definitely has the best smile. There's really no competition. Agreed. And she might be getting more nominations since there are some they haven't announced yet, but you can go to teenchoiceawards.com to vote, and you are technically supposed to be a teenager. And that's all we're going to say. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> and the awards are going to air live on Fox on August 11th. And, Belle, you might be there, right? But you're not sure yet? Uh, I, I cannot give you a 100% guarantee positive, but at this moment I am planning on hopefully being there. That's my birthday weekend. Well, actually, that's the day after I see her in Chicago. But that would be uh... really cool. 
And uh, some more Keds news here. The third video in the Taylor Swift on Style series has been released. Um, Taylor's answering a bunch of fan questions in this video, actually, which is kind of cool. I mean, the entire video was just, like, her answering some fan questions about, like, her fashion and her style and things like that. So it's a shorter video, um, but, you know, if you asked a question, then you should definitely check it out because, for all you know, she might have answered it. You should watch it anyways. Definitely. Watch it anyway. It's good, you know, it's it's good. Taylor's just talking about, like, she was asking, she was asked about, like, what inspired her style, and she was talking about how she's, you know, recently sort of been obsessed with, like, the 50s and the 60s and stuff like that. So she is really kind of like, the questions are basically in a theme um, of kind of elaborating off of what she was talking about in her last video. Because her last video, she was talking about the style, the second video in the series. She was talking about her style on the Red Tour, like specifically in the show, as compared to her other her first two headlining tours on Speak Now and Fearless. And in this one, the questions were more about her personal style. And so she was answering questions about like, uh, just what she likes right now, basically. And she's just kind of saying that, talking about how she goes through these phases of the styles. And right now she's just been obsessed with, like, the high-waisted short look and the Oxford shirts and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's a good listen. Check it out. And Ashley, you have some really exciting news for us. Well, as I teased earlier, there might be something coming into stores this June. Does anybody know what it is? It, you know... It was on the tip of my tongue. It, you know, I thought it was maybe something involving, like, a smell. Taylor's third perfume called Taylor. Yay! Yay! I love that. My perfume is just called Taylor. Taylor. We had so many discussions and speculations on what it could be called, trying to think of lyrics and song titles and other things she might call it. And she just called it Taylor. Called it Taylor. <laughs> I feel like I so simple. had, like, a um, an inexcusable misinterpretation when I was thinking about this perfume, because I was thinking about it in terms of, like, she had Wonderstruck, and then she had Wonderstruck Enchanted, and so, of course, like, the way that my brain was going with when I was speculating was wondering, like, if it was just going to be, like, the third in, like, the chapter of her perfumes, which would have still been, like, Enchanted something, or Wonderstruck slash something else. Or yeah. maybe, like, Starlight or something. But, like, you know, but when you think about the way that her style has evolved, she has turned into, like, the fairy tale teenager to an adult now. Yeah. You know? So, like, I should have, like, anticipated the fact that her series of perfumes were going to kind of go along the same route as her music and her personal style and, like, her attitude, which is, like, transitioning from that fairy tale stage to this, like, new adult stage that she's in. And I didn't, like anticipate that and I feel like I should have I still really thought it was going to be called Trouble <laughs> that would have been perfect I also think that she was hanging out with Demi Lovato and Demi said her album was going to be called Demi so Taylor decided to call her perfume Taylor <laughs> <laughs> oh well I guess we should have asked Taylor first <laughs> but I'm really excited oh, about it especially since it's going to be something totally new I feel like the scent will be something, I mean, Wonderstruck, I feel like, was so unique. It was like nothing I'd ever smelled before. And then Wonderstruck Enchanted, I still liked it, but I kind of felt like I had smelled other similar ones to it. But I think this Taylor one is going to be just completely unique. It's actually interesting because um, I was working on scents yesterday, actually, on perfumes. And, um, like... It really does take a lot to create a good scent because you really have to research like what 
like there's three basic notes in a perfume. There's like the top note, the bass note, um, and then like the middle one. And like the way that you have to like organize your scents when you're picking the scents that you want in your perfume have to do with like the first thing that you smell and then like the what like lingers. And it's just, it, it's really complicated to get a good scent because not all the scents are going to like mix well together. Yeah. Well, obviously Taylor is a scientist now on top of everything else. And I'm like, man, she must have been like, you know, smelling dozens and dozens of scents in order to put all this together because, as we know, she doesn't just hire someone to do it for her. She, you know, is it completely involved in the entire process. So, yeah. even the I mean, where she finds the time so to do different. this, where she finds the time to do any of this baffles me. She was describing the bottle and she said that basically it reflects her retro with a modern flair style, and there's going to be a ring of pearls around it because that's her favorite jewelry. Yeah, she's like, she's like, no matter what you're wearing, you can throw on pearls. Yeah, doesn't she carry a string of pearls in her purse? Yes, in her purse. That was one of the things she was saying in the Keds video. She could yeah. fancy up any outfit with pearls. Yeah, that was it. That was it. So it should be in stores in June. Yay! Isn't Yay. it Ulta? Or is it going to be like That's what they still? said. But, like, when Wonderstruck Enchanted came out, they said it was only going to be at Macy's, and then it was everywhere. But it sort of Macy's rolled Dillard, out slowly. Ulta. Yeah, now it's in Target and Walmart, yeah. I also saw somebody, I think, tweet that whatever Ulta they had gone to already had little mini samples of it, but it's probably not everywhere. I'm sure it's just, like, random select stores. So... Well- like, right before they put out Enchanted, they were like, you could click on something and they sent you a free sample, so I want my yeah. free Taylor sample, like, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I have my samples still unopened. I, I have the card still from, like, the Wonderstruck sample. Yeah. The Wonderstruck I have mine un- unopened, ready, all, all saved. I wonder if the Wonderstruck booth at the tour is going to convert into the T-Swift fragrance booth. I will uh, definitely be looking forward to smelling this... This Taylor. That's so awkward to say. <laughs> that sounded wrong. I'm looking forward to smelling Taylor. Like, it's so awkward. I can just imagine people being like, what are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing Taylor. I'm wearing, you smell really good. I know, I smell Taylor. <laughs> so I put awkward. on Taylor this morning. I'm going to Macy's to buy Taylor. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like some mini segments. Ooh, yeah, we got some cool submissions again, as usual, because you guys rock. Thanks, everyone that sent them in. We love hearing from new people, so a lot of people that have never sent one in before, I sent one this week. Yay! Yeah! I love that. That's awesome. I love that. You guys just keep on doing that. Keep on sending us new stuff, because we love it. Especially our male listeners, because we've started getting all of these guy Swifty problems, which I love. You know, this is sort of a you know, unofficially, like, sort of a female-dominated fandom, so we want the guys to have more of a voice. So we want to know your guy Swifty problems. So don't think that, no, other guy Swifties will submit their problems. No. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Don't keep quiet. You're not the only one. (laughs) You can give us an alias if you want to. So, Belle, why don't you give us our first Swifty problem? Alright, our first Swifty problem is submitted by, and I apologize in advance if I butcher this pronunciation, uh, Sylvia Rosen on Taylor Connect. And they said, when a restaurant ad says, try our dot dot dot, and you think it says Taylor. <laughs> that does look like Taylor. You're seeing it out of the corner of your eye, and you're like, yes! And then you look at it, and you're like, never mind. No. 
Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, I do too. Our next one is from Kayla Schaefer. I don't think wearing black at CMA Fest would be a good choice since it's hot there, but 95% of my Taylor shirts are black. More Swifty problems. <laughs> I think that's actually a myth. I don't think black clothing actually makes you more hot. Well, it's I supposed to absorb more and white is supposed to reflect. That's what but... they say, but I don't know. I wore black last year and I was fine. Ditto. Our next one comes from, I'm sorry, I have no idea how to pronounce your name, Amy or Ayami. It's at A-Y-A-M-I-C-V on Twitter. And their Swifty problem is, I can't wear my red bracelet on my confirmation day. Aww. Man. Sad day. Sad. Our next one comes from 13 underscore Swift fan underscore 13 on Twitter. Waking up early just to check Twitter, Tumblr, Google to see if any Taylor-related news happened while I was asleep. Swifty problems. Yeah, but, like, the one of the first things I do when I get up is, like, log on to my computer for, like, ten minutes and, like, check everything. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, our next one is also from Twitter. It's underscore coffee all alone. And their Swifty problem is which pair of Keds to wear. That is a problem. That is a problem. And it rhymed. I like that. Our next one is from 13maple underscore lattes on Twitter. I can't buy Taylor the fragrance yet. Swifty problems. (laughs) I can't buy Taylor yet. (laughs) I'm saving up my money for her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saving up my money to buy Taylor. No, I'm serious. (laughs) Once again, awkward thing to say. Yep. Our next one is submitted by Dale Swifty on Twitter. Hi, the Dale. When you want... Hi, Dale. That moment when you want to flip your hair, but you can't because you're a boy. Well, you can if you have long hair. Yeah, you can grow your hair out. With the hashtag. Yeah, hashtag is boy Swifty problems. Love it. Love it. But see, Dale, if you grow out your hair a little bit, then you can do some hair flipping. Yeah. You know. We'd recommend it. It's all about it. personal choices. Yeah. Our last one comes from Gabby562 on Twitter. Taking it personally when people talk negatively about Taylor Swifty problems. Uh, yes. Yeah. I really feel like they're talking about my close personal friend. Right? Yep. Pretty much. It's like, I don't care what you say about me, but don't say anything about Taylor. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I like that. Big Sisterly protective of her in that way. Well, thank you guys so much for submitting. We love to hear from you. Um, and now we're on to one of my favorite part mini segments. It's the Taylor quote of the week. This one is, giving up doesn't always mean you're weak. Sometimes you're just strong enough to let go. That's such a powerful, like, thing to say. It's hard to let go of something. So when you actually do let go, it's empowering because you didn't think you were ever going to be able to do that. That's true. I feel like people, you know, tend to have this, like, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of truth to the whole thing of, like, don't give up. But there's certain certain things where that doesn't apply. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, when it comes to, like, maybe, like, a bad relationship that you're in. Or, you know, that's the kind of situation where I see this quote as, like, what it's kind of meant for. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, Taylor always says, never give up on your dreams. And I agree with that 100%. But in this quote, I feel like she's saying more about, like, negative things in your life. Because I think we have all probably been in some kind of position, whether it's with a relationship or a job or something, no matter what, you know, that 
isn't making us happy, that isn't good for us, but for whatever reason, like, we have a lot of trouble letting go of it. And I think, like, in that case, it takes more strength to let go than to hold on. It does. Because you always are hoping that it's going to change, that something is going to make it where it's not going to happen anymore, or just something, something big is going to change why this is a negative thing in your life. But then you come to a point where you're just like, it's never going to happen. I think one of the really great things about Taylor, and that's like saying a lot because there's 80,000 great things about Taylor, but (laughs) there's a lot of those. But I really like how empowering she is when it comes to like self-esteem and not taking anyone's crap. Like, I think that like that is literally one of, I am basically like infamous for being the person that doesn't take anyone's crap. Like, I am very confrontational when I feel like someone is mistreating me. And that, this is true. Haley <laughs> knows this about me. This Everybody is true. Everybody knows me probably she knows will, this about me by now. She will tell you the truth about anything if yeah. she feels that it needs to be said. And Taylor is, like, one of my inspirations for being like that, to be honest, because... I mean, there was a time in my life when I used to be a pushover because, like, I just didn't want conflict and I didn't want to, like, lose friends. So I would let people treat me like crap and I'd give them second chances and third chances. And, you know, I used to be that person and then I changed because I just felt like, you know what, I deserve better than this. And I think that that's something that Taylor emphasizes a lot is the fact that you deserve to be treated with nothing less than respect by anybody in your life and don't accept anything less you know that's why she always calls out the guys that don't don't treat her right in her music and she makes sure that we know about it you know like that's her way of standing up for herself and that's something that I learned from her you know four or five years ago and that like that's a huge part of my personality now and that's something that I'm really really grateful for because I may not be liked by everyone because I'm that, that way, but I know that I'm demanding self-respect. Like, anybody in my life that I consider a friend, I will, you know, like, you better respect me or you don't need to be in my life. And I think that's how Taylor conducts her life, and it works, because it's it's very self, it's, it's very empowering as an individual to be able to, to learn to stand up for yourself and to learn to say, I deserve respect, I deserve better. And I think that's such an important lesson for her, for any of her fans at any age. And I think you can apply it to just so many different situations. Exactly. And I think everybody goes through a little bit of this, whether it's a friend or a relationship. And it can be anywhere from just starting out dating to, you know, being in your 20s and 30s going through it. That's true. I mean, I just went through it. I finally had to give, give somebody up that I really wanted him to change and kept giving him chances and kept trying to be there, try to make something work with us. And he just wouldn't like acknowledge, like he, he would say all this stuff, but he'd never go through with it. He would say he wanted to be with me, never go through with it. So I finally had to, you know, be like, you know what? I'm here. I don't know if, if I'm not good enough for you, but you think no one's good enough for you. Or for that, that you're not good enough for them. But I'm right here. Why aren't you seeing me? And I finally told him that. And I'm like, I can't take the rejection anymore. I need to go. And I haven't heard from him since. And Haley, that takes, that's exactly what Taylor's saying. Is That takes more strength than trying to keep holding on to somebody. 
to like yeah. get to that point where you have to like let them go because that's what's best for you. Like it's really hard to get to that point sometimes. Yeah. Like it takes a lot to get to that point, but that's exactly what this quote is all about. Is that it takes an incredible amount of strength to let go of something that you love because it's the best thing for you. Yep. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people sort of make fun of Taylor or downplay her because she's been through, quote unquote, so many relationships, which hasn't even really been that many, honestly. But I've had more. (laughs) I really, I mean. (laughs) And I'm just a two years older. People can make fun of her saying she's always breaking up with people, but I actually think it's smarter and better to not waste your time on a relationship that you know isn't going to be good for you in the long run. It's better to be viewed as somebody that that is always going through guys, as she often is, I mean, as is perceived as, that's better than, you know, staying with someone who it's not working out with for years and years just because you're afraid of what will happen if you aren't with them. I have a handful of former friends that I can think of off the top of my head that the reason that I'm not friends with them anymore is because they are in bad relationships and they, they have just become unrecognizable like you know they're letting somebody mistreat them to the point where like they have completely lost themselves and it's really sad and I hate the fact that like I've lost a friendship with them over it but like you know you can't let somebody just destroy destroy who you are because you want to hang on to them so much like you should have more self-respect and that's really really hard to feel that way when you're in that situation because you know your brain kind of goes well I need this person Like, I've been in that position, too, so it's not like I don't understand. I think it just takes a lot of strength to get to that point, and I think that I have incredible respect for people that are self-aware enough to care enough about themselves to know what they deserve and to basically demand it from the people around them. That is probably one of the most important lessons I have ever taken from Taylor, is, you know, you are worthy of respect, and you deserve to be treated right by anybody that... I mean, here's the situation, is the world has seven billion people in it. You are one person. You get to choose who you accept into your life and who you don't. And so because you have the privilege of making that choice, don't ever make a choice that isn't good for you. Just don't. Life is too short, and you only live once. YOLO. (laughs) (laughs) YOLO! Take in that deep conversation and bring it back to happiness. (laughs) YOLO! YOLO! Well, we hope you enjoyed our quote of the week. And if there's any quotes by Taylor that you would like us to discuss, send those to us and we'd love to use them in a future episode. And there are a lot of different ways you can get in touch with us for that or for any of our mini segments or just to talk to us in general because we love hearing from you. And you can reach us on Twitter at twitter.com slash swiftcast13, facebook.com slash swiftcast13 swiftcast13.tumblr.com or through our main website which is just swiftcast13.com or through Taylor Connect which is taylorswift.com slash users slash swiftcast13 or email swiftcast13 at gmail.com We want to hear from you guys. We really want to have a connection with you. So, you know, just talk to us. It doesn't have to be about Taylor. It can be about anything. And like Ashley said, if you're still hanging out with us by episode 9, we already completely love you. Alright, and as we mentioned earlier, Maya Thompson was at the Glendale show, and we want to let you know a little bit more of her story and everything like that. So, Belle, 
give us some background. Um, basically, during the Speak Now tour, I guess Taylor had come across her blog or something. And um, Maya is... I don't even know how to describe her. She's somebody that I can't even fathom how strong she is. I mean, she's an incredible person who was the mother of a little boy who had cancer. And um, she, you know, was obviously fighting for him and trying to, you know, cure him. And unfortunately, he did pass away. Um, his little name was Ronan. And um, she started this blog where she basically writes, as the, writes the blog as letters to Ronan, which is every single time she writes a blog, I, I am in tears. It's like one of the saddest but most special things ever. And basically, Taylor had, um, I guess, found her blog and read her story. And so um, during the Speak Now tour, she invited her to her show in Glendale. And at that particular time, um, Ronan was you know, still alive and um, fighting. After Ronan passed away, she wrote a song about him. And she wrote the song based on things that Maya had said to Ronan in her blog and um, performed it at last year's Stand Up to Cancer event and put the song on for sale on iTunes for all the profits to go to the Ronan Thompson Foundation, which is helping to find it, you know, basically a fundraiser to um, help, like, fund and find a cure for childhood cancer. I can't listen to that without falling my eyes out, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, if... It finally came across my iPod the other day because I don't listen to it like by choice. I have it on there because it's such an amazing song, but I won't go, you know, oh, I want to listen to Ronan today. But it came, it came on my iPod by chance the other day. And, you know, it's one of those songs you can't, you know, skip. And it just made me cry again because uh, he was four when he died. He has, he had stage four uh, neuroblastoma which is, um, I think, part of the brain cancer in kids. And he he was four when he died. And my daughter just turned, well, be turning five, so he was, she's about the age. So it just, it just makes me sad. So he, like, he got diagnosed in August of 2010, and he did, he passed away on May 9th of 2011. So it was only eight months that it happened. And then um, recently, Maya actually gave birth to a precious baby girl. And, Poppy um, Ronan? Poppy Ronan. And the cutest thing about that was that, like, she was talking to Taylor when she was pregnant. And, you know, she didn't have a name for the baby. And she was just, like, referring to the baby as Poppy, like, as, like, a nickname. Yeah. And Taylor told her, name that, like, that's what you've been calling the baby. Name that, name the baby Poppy, like, for real. Like, Taylor yeah. suggested that to her. And then she did it. Which is and so cute. She's the most precious baby in the world. Oh, I can't even deal with those Instagram pictures. They are absolutely the cutest thing I have ever seen. And my friend Jill, who's like, um, works with children every day, is just like, not to be mean, but babies usually aren't cute by that age because, you know, they're still like tiny and wrinkly. And she's like, but Poppy is just the cutest thing ever. <laughs> and so, yeah, if you've seen those pictures of Taylor holding a little baby, that's Poppy. Yeah, and that was um, the other night in Glendale. Um, she invited Maya and her entire family to the show, and they came to the show, and um, Maya's, I believe, or Poppy's father got to go backstage and sit with Poppy because that was too, you know, the concert was too loud for a two-month-old baby. Yeah. But um, they got to sit backstage the whole show, and Taylor, there's pictures of Taylor holding Poppy and standing with Maya, and it's just the cutest thing ever. I just can't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Had to gush so. a little bit about it because it was just the cutest thing on the planet. But, um, yeah, the Ronan Foundation so, yeah. is 
we have um, a banner up to, to link to it on our website, and it's something that we really support as you know as a podcasting team here because it's something that is incredibly personal in a way. If you think about it, like I mean, not, all charities and all things like this are personal, but I just think like with us. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I read Maya's blog every time she posts one. I do, too. And I have, you know, for the last several months. And I don't know. It's just like, to me, that's just something that I'm passionate about. Like, her, the Ronan Foundation. Because I just, I mean, Maya is one incredibly strong person who has been through a struggle and a loss with a child over the situation. But she's not the only one out there that's going through this. You know what I mean? And I can't imagine like what that must be like I I literally can't like there's no possible way I could ever fathom that and I just you know um it just makes me sad and emotional thinking about little children that don't have a chance to grow up as as a parent you want to be able to do anything for your kid this is one of those situations that you're you're out of control so for Maya being so so strong through those eight months and the the years that I have passed, I I give her props, huge props. And she's doing a lot to try and bring as much awareness to childhood cancer and raise as much money for research as possible. And I think she's working on a book, isn't she? I believe so. Yes. So. And uh, I mean. She- <laughs> We strongly encourage you to go check out her website. I think she has some t-shirts and bracelets and other things you can purchase, which all the money goes to childhood cancer research. So we would love it if you did that. Definitely read her blogs. They're very inspirational. Her blogs are at um, rockstarronin.com. There's a lot of deepness in this episode. We're getting in there deep. We're, We're introducing our tear ducts a little bit. Well, yeah, so definitely get more uh, get more information um, from those two sites. We'll have some up um, on our website as well. We have that banner. Also on our website, we have a whole bunch of fan projects. So we have a lot to talk about that we've talked about in the last ones as well. So, all right. Ashley, take it away. Well, the first um, update I wanted to give was about... My Dreaming in Red ticket giveaway, which, as you know, for the past few months, I've been collecting letters from people who couldn't get tickets to the Red Tour, and then through my own money and with a couple other donors that have helped, we've been able to get tickets for five different people to go to various shows to see Taylor, and it's been really cool, and I, there are tons of letters that I still have from people that are wanting to go to various cities And what I'm sort of doing is waiting till each show gets close and then seeing what I can, if anything, if there's any tickets that we can get or find for people. And I recently found out that through another donor, a new person that I talked to who I can't name at this time, but hopefully we'll be able to sometime in the future, but there is an opportunity that I'm going to be able to hopefully provide even more tickets for people. So, for any of the upcoming cities on the Red Tour, I'm sorry, this is only for cities within the U.S. at this time. I don't have any access to tickets for Canada or Australia. 
But if you weren't able to get tickets and you your city is still coming up, send me an email to dreaminginred13 at gmail.com telling me all about your story of why you couldn't get tickets and why you really want to go to the Red Tour. And I'm hoping to still be able to help out some more people. So we are still uh, collecting um, your pictures for our Swifties yearbook, the fan awards thing. Um, so send us your best Red Tour photos to swiftcast13 at gmail.com. Um, and we'll have an official announcement on the awards and details and on the yearbook within the next couple of weeks, which is pretty exciting. And yeah, we really, 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 really want to see those photos. Really, really? Really, really. Really? Really, really. Like a lot of really. 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 We want, we want to make a Swifties yearbook. We will definitely have more details on that, um, with actually in our next episode in two weeks. Yeah, so you finally get to you will finally get to hear some details next time that you we like detailed details, so, not yay. not teasers. Our next thing that we are going to mention is the Happy Birthday Taylor project, and this is pretty yay. dang cool. Taylor will be in Australia over her birthday, and she has a show the day after her birthday in Melbourne on December fourteenth. And a group of fans are basically trying to organize the entire stadium worth of fans singing Happy Birthday to Taylor at the venue. So um, what they're basically trying to do is, you know, gather a ton of fans that are going to be at, you know, um, to help them out with this. And they have all these different social networking sites they're using to try and promote this. They do have um, the Twitter for the stadium following them. So I guess the stadium is aware of what they're trying to do, which is a huge step in the right direction there. And they're just asking people to, like, take charge of, like, a Twitter or a Facebook that represents, like, this project and just advertise 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 because i mean the best way for it to be successful is for the most people to know about it exactly so hopefully like with with the the stadium uh, hopefully they'll be able to set something up along that but you know we still need a ton of fans that are going to know about it and you know be prepared for it so the best way to help them out is um if you go to their facebook at the happy birthday taylor project Facebook.com, The Happy Birthday Taylor Project. They have um, detailed information on there on how you can help. And we'll also have links to that on our own website at SwiftCast13.com on the Fan Projects tab. And our next project, also for the Australian tour, is a fan named Mia who is going to the Melbourne show on December 14th. Oh, so the same day as the Happy Birthday Taylor Project. She's also going. And she wants to bring a scrapbook to this concert. And she basically just wants as many fans to contribute different things for the scrapbook as possible. And she has all the details about that at the website, somebodyswiftscrapbook.weebly.com. The next fan project is really cool. I really like it a lot. Um, I think it's really good for your community, not just the Swifty community. It's the 13 Can Challenge. They are, this per, this uh, Swifty is trying to get as many Swifties as possible to donate canned food to the local food banks. Ultimately, she would like to get Taylor's attention and possibly her public support for donating to food banks. And you can check out the details at facebook.com 13canchallenge. Twitter's, uh, her name is 13, the one three can challenge. Or you can check out her website at www. Teen can challenge dot wix wix dot com backslash thirteen can challenge. 
And as I was mentioning last week, she has a link up on her site to um, an online food bank where you can actually just say the number of cans you want to donate and it's a dollar or two per can and you can just do it electronically that way. So it's really easy and you can contribute no matter where you live. The last fan project that we have for today is um, Operation Help Oklahoma. A Swifty from Australia is gathering some like quote unquote representatives from all these different countries around the world to help in what she hopes can be like a global effort to help those that are affected by the storms in Oklahoma. She has all sorts of different things that she kind of wants to organize to help with fundraising and ideas on like what you can do to help with fundraising. So again, we have um, more details on this project and links to where you can find out her information. Uh, If you go to swiftcast13.com, go to the fan projects tab. We have a little box that has some information and some good links for you to find out more about what you can do to help help doing fundraising projects and stuff for Oklahoma. So I think that's really cool that she's, you know, organizing that and very helpful. And also, there are several other fan projects that we've talked about on previous episodes that are still going on. Um, It would take way too long to list all of them every single week but we do leave them all up on our website so that way you can after we've mentioned it once or twice on the show go to our website for uh, information on those so we have quite a few up on our site at this time so definitely check them all out and also keep you know feel free to send us if you have a fan project that you're working on that you want us to mention feel free to Contact us and let us know, and we're happy to talk about it and put it up on our site for you, too. Or even if you see or hear about a cool one that isn't yours, but that you think we'd be interested in mentioning on the show, let us know, because then we can read about it and get in touch with that person and spread the word about as many projects as possible. Exactly. We are for the fans by the fans, so we are here to help you guys get the word out about stuff you're doing. All right, guys, it's time for our Taylor Dictionary Words. Words of the week. Two words. This, yeah, two words. Yeah. They're kind this of like is, a dual. They kind of dual, go together. Yeah. Um, this one is submitted by First Lover of Taylor on, T- on Taylor Connect. Um, the first word is counter swift. A person who doesn't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> like counterfeit. Counter swift. Yeah, counterfeit, counter swift. Ha ha. The next one is counter swifty. A person who doesn't like fans of Taylor Swift. Well, that's not nice. I just don't understand those people. I don't We're understand nice. either. We're a nice group we love, of fans. We love people. Yeah, we just hand hard everybody. Pretty much. So at least now, if you meet somebody that doesn't like Taylor or doesn't like Taylor's fans, you know what to call them. You're such a counter Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm still having a swift attack. Use of the new word in a sentence. Congratulations. So thank you, first lover of Taylor on Taylor Connect. Uh, We actually got this submission through the Taylor Dictionary thread that we have up on Taylor Connect. So you can submit words directly on that thread if you want. Which we love. All right. um... Some stuff to mention about, maybe just be like, we have some stuff to mention about giveaways since we're not doing any at the moment, but we're just going to mention them anyway, I guess. Alright, so we're not doing any giveaways at the moment, but we have a few different areas where we do do giveaways, so we're going to talk a little bit about those. Basically, we just wanted to let you know that we do do Twitter giveaways once a month. It's always during the week of the 13th. Uh, We have a really great giveaway package coming for you in June, so definitely like keep an eye on our Twitter, because during the week of the 13th, you can win something really, really, really cool. So we're excited about this upcoming giveaway. Yay! It's really, 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 really cool. 
really, 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 really cool. Ashley, is it really, really, really cool? It is. Really, really? Really, really. Okay. (laughs) Just so (laughs) we're clear. Just so we're clear. Yeah. So uh, just make sure that you're following our Twitter feed for um, that upcoming one. And we do, if you've entered and you put, and we had some really, really awesome, enthusiastic people entering our last giveaway um, for the 22 package with the cat ears and the heart-shaped sunglasses. And uh, unfortunately, we can only have like one winner per giveaway, but we had a lot of people that were just entering, you know, a bunch of times a day and really enthusiastic about it. So we just wanted to say thank you for being so enthusiastic. And we do giveaways every month. So if you don't win one month, you know, you have a chance four weeks later to win something else that's awesome. So don't get discouraged. And also, if you're not doing so already, like us on Facebook. We're going to be having some future contests on there as well, and we always post whenever our latest episode is up and other interesting information. Or just SwiftCast, Facebook.com, SwiftCast13. Yeah, if you don't have a Facebook, you should make one, just so you can like us. (laughs) Do it, do it, do it! (laughs) We'd like to remind you just to take a moment and rate us five stars on iTunes, and leave us a review, a hand-typed, well hand typed a typed review letting us know what you think of our show what you like about it what you don't like because if we don't if you don't like something that we're doing we want to know so we can change it and the really cool thing about like giving us reviews on itunes is that when i like if somebody is searching taylor swift and the more that the more reviews that we get that itunes picks up that like people are listening to us and they like us so they're going to suggest us to other swifties so basically, if you take a minute to leave us a review, it helps other Swifties find us easier on iTunes. Definitely. And if you leave us a review, you're auto- automatically eligible for future iTunes contests, which is awesome. The first one that we had, we gave away a $15 iTunes gift card, so that was pretty cool. And I bet that person bought a lot of Taylor Swift music. <laughs> yes. So that's all we have for this episode. It was very deep and fun, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. So remember, we're, we're going to take a two-week break. We'll, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. So we're going to take a one-week break. We'll be back within two weeks with our next episode, all about the CMA Fest and my Denver show. So Yay. we will be talking a lot about that. We'll miss you guys, but definitely get a hold of us. We're going to be around. Just not on an episode. <laughs> we still exist, we promise. Yeah, we're not going to disappear. So we'll, we'll see you guys soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, we love you. Love, love, love. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.